Welcome to Creativity Talks with me, Susan Yates, artist, author, and creative entrepreneur. This show discusses topics around my fundamental belief that everyone is creative. Each week through mindset talks, listener questions, and guest interviews, I will help to inspire you and bring creativity into your daily life. So grab a cuppa, sit back and relax, and let's get stuck in. Hello, everybody, and a huge warm welcome to this week's episode of Creativity Talks. I'm delighted that you have chosen to join me again this week for another discussion all about creativity. And I must say, I am absolutely loving creating the podcast shows, discussing creativity with you all, and of course, interviewing some fabulously creative people. And that is exactly what we are going to be doing this week. I'm going to be interviewing a wonderful lady called Joanne Hawker. So let me tell you a little bit about Joanne. She is a designer and maker living and working in Somerset in the UK. So she's just a couple of hours away from where I live myself. She predominantly creates special occasion greetings cards for life special moments, colourful washi tape and project bags. Everything's designed herself. But she's perhaps best known for her Instagram challenge called March Meet the Maker. And this is exactly where I first heard of Joanne myself. I engaged within this community, this fabulous challenge that she sets makers online to share different things about their creative process and their creativity across the month of March. So without further ado, let's get chatting to Joanne all about creativity. Thank you, Joanne, for coming on to the show today. It's um, really lovely of you to join us. And I think it's really great perhaps to start by me just asking you who you are, what you do, and perhaps a little bit about your creative business. Yeah, hello, um, I'm Joanne. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> um, I run a creative business from my little studio in Taunton, Somerset. My business name is pretty uninventive because it's just named after me. It's um, <laughs> Joanne Hawker. I just named it that because I didn't think it would go anywhere. So I didn't get inventive. <laughs> it was actually my 10th business birthday last month. Oh, wow. So it's been Congratulations. That's quite a big Thank milestone. You. 10 years in business is a really big achievement. So yeah, massive congratulations. Thank you. So yeah, it's 10 years since I opened my Etsy shop. Mm. Um, so yeah that seems to have gone pretty quick yeah Um, and I design and make um, just like these standard greetings cards but I also do things for like more special occasions like Mm. so scratch cards for like christenings asking people to be your bridesmaids telling people they're going on holiday cool things like that Um, but I've also got pennant flags project bags washi tape and more recently I've started making sun catchers which are really fun Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I've seen some of your beautiful washi tapes. They're just really colourful and bright and super fun. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's good. And I, I suppose people use those for journaling and stuff like that, do they? Yeah, bullet journals. That's what I use mine for. I've got a huge collection of them. And I yeah. just, each week when I'm like setting up my new spread, I'm like, oh, what tape can I use this week? <laughs> yeah, I must admit, I've started getting into bullet journaling and I, you, you sort of start to buy all the little bits of stationery and all the things that you can... Um, make it just more special and creative so it's it's good fun and I definitely am a bit of a stationary addict that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) same I always end up with piles of stuff that I save for best and then I never use them because 
nothing is ever best. (laughs) (laughs) No, I totally get that. I totally get that. That's fantastic. And um, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about your sort of creative process, because obviously you're creating these products, you're designing these products yourself. So you've got to come up with ideas, colours. It sounds like quite a lot of work to me. (laughs) How do you come up with all these ideas and stuff? It sounds fabulous. Well, I'd like to say it's easy, but um, (laughs) I find it usually quite a painful process, um, Mm. mainly because I'm a big procrastinator and it takes me forever to get started. But I find once the ball starts rolling, it usually works out. So for me, I always start with a list. could be anything, but usually it's like words or themes like related to what I want to make. Yeah. Um, So for example, for my washi tape, I wrote a huge list of everything that I'm interested in, what I like drawing, what themes I'm attracted to, like, etc. Because after all, if I'm going to make like my dream product, I want to be able to use it as well. Yeah. Um, And I want to enjoy it. And yeah, that's quite selfish, really. But (laughs) that's the way that I make things that I make things that I'm proud of. So once I've got my list of themes, I just start doodling over and over and eventually the little doodles evolve into bigger ideas. And then once I know where I'm going, I can create a rough sketch and then work it up. And then this is where the idea starts to become reality. And once I get it onto my laptop, it usually doesn't change too much from what I had Mm. in my sketchbook. Fantastic. So you start with lots of ideas, doodle, then it becomes more formulated ideas and then you take it digitally and Mm -hmm. edit and do the fabulous whizzy things that people that use computers and (laughs) technology do (laughs) yeah I find if I jump straight in on the computer it just doesn't go anywhere I have to have a sketch to draw over yeah it's interesting isn't it there's something about the the process of using your hands and physically drawing and getting pen to paper that do you find that really helps kickstart you and get you creative yeah definitely I can't just can't go straight in I have tried like just going into Procreate and doodling on there but Mm. I find I start getting distracted by all the fancy brushes and all the (laughs) all the fancy bits of it it's like when all I really need is just my bullet journal and a pencil pencil yeah it's interesting for any listeners that don't know what Procreate is it's um it's an app for um the tablet or the iPad it's the iPad just isn't it I think um it's like a drawing digital drawing I think I'm not sure I've, I've only used it on my iPad so I'm not sure about um, other tablets I'm, I'm not the most tech savvy person so uh, <laughs> again I'm somebody that likes a, a pencil and a bit of paper or a sketchbook and I'm and I'm good to go <laughs> no no that's fantastic so I always find that that creative protest process really fascinating and really interesting and I think something that's coming out of the interviews that I'm having with creative people is the you've got to do a lot of stuff a lot of ideas and then it gradually narrows down to a finished product if that makes sense no that's fantastic and I suppose what I also want to ask is what do you love most about working in a creative business Um, and I suppose your own creative business as well for me I think it's got to be the freedom to create what Mm -hmm. I want when I want in my own style on my own terms and like there isn't anybody breathing down my neck telling Mm -hmm. me to like move something a little bit to the left or change that color because they don't like it so the only person I've got to answer to is myself yeah and there's just this like feeling of creating something with your hands and seeing it come to life and it's like the feeling of yeah I made that yeah I don't really know how to describe it but I'm sure the creative types will know what I mean yeah no absolutely I think it's quite rewarding yeah just to see something I don't want to say it's like having a baby because it's (laughs) you know like you're creating a thing but you are creating a thing like you know to go from those ideas that are in your head 
to doodling, to taking it to the computer, to then having a finished product, whether it's your greetings cards or your washi tape or your sun catches that you're doing, that's a quite, it is quite rewarding. And I know obviously you've said that you sort of think about yourself as your, your end customer, but there's all these other people out there buying these things from you that are going to have the same joy when they receive these little handmade, beautiful, colourful things come through. So um, yeah, that definitely must be rewarding. And do you find you have to be quite self-motivated as well to do that whole process yourself? Yes. <laughs> Some days I've got absolutely no motivation whatsoever. <laughs> it's really hard. And then I just find myself procrastinating. Mm. But if I know I'm going to have one of those days, I at least try to make the procrastination worth it. Yep. So like last week, I think it was Friday. Yeah, Friday. Um, I was in one of those moods. I couldn't finish anything. Everything looked mm. rubbish. And I just found myself scrolling. So I was like, oh, if I want something boring to do, I'll just do my accounts. <laughs> so, but the thing yeah. is, like with my accounts, I actually don't mind doing those because mm. my accountant has set me up on QuickBooks. Yeah. And so, all I got to do is press a few buttons mm. and upload PayPal transactions. Mm. And yeah, that's really boring, mm. but it was, it's like productive procrastination. Yeah. And I managed to clear all of my PayPal ones. And I was like, yeah, okay winning at life winning at life I think yeah I think that's such a good use of time because I think I think sometimes when you're working in a creative business you've got to output creativity quite a lot and that can be really draining I find it draining Mm -hmm. if I've got to create new prints or I'm creating a course or I'm you know coming up with new things you just need sometimes that downtime and I tend to do admin like you if I'm you know or tidy the studio is my favorite one so I'm like I want to do something (laughs) but I'm just too tired to create I'll tidy up and I I think sometimes getting your you know your ducks in line you you know getting things organized can be productive procrastination absolutely yeah so I'd also like to ask you about your use of color because I think having looked at your business and your products your brand is wonderfully bright what made you choose this and do you have a favorite color well I'm just a bit of a magpie <laughs> I can't <laughs> help it yeah I've tried doing the super white Instagram feed once mm. um, there was somebody I followed during the course and I was like everything is like really nice and bright white with a tiny like little pop of color I was like yeah it's mm. really nice and I tried it and I was like no that's not me <laughs> but yeah if you scroll back you can see it but it just wasn't for me but no my favorite color is yellow but yeah I actually find it really difficult to use. Yep. I find it hard to pair with other colours, but mm. it's even harder to shoot products on. Mm. So I find I have to use it really sparingly. Mm. Yeah, it's a wonderful colour, yellow. It's very um, happy. It's just such a happy colour. And I, I definitely think that comes through on your brand, the sort of happiness. And I mean, I love colour as well. So I'm all about the colour. I look at these beautiful curated muted natural colors on Instagram and people's websites and it's beautiful to look at I absolutely love it but I know that's not me like at the moment I'm in a stripy bright pink top I know <laughs> on people on the podcast can't see what I'm wearing I think you might be wearing yellow <laughs> I am and if I yeah. turn you around so that anyone can see well is yellow <laughs> yeah yeah so there's, there's yellow going on there I've got color all around me so I think it's really important as a creative to lean into your likes and your colors and your vibe. Um, And then I think your brand is very true to you and that comes across. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I love the use of color. Absolutely love it. Actually talking about Instagram, I, I saw a 
video that you did on Instagram recently and you were rain testing a parcel. So it was like a, a, a perhaps you want to explain it better than I can explain <laughs> it. It was rain testing this, this parcel envelope. So a little while ago, No Issue, they mm-hmm. are a company who makes um, like eco-friendly packaging, yeah. contacted me and asked if I wanted to test out some of their eco-mailers. I said yes, so then I shared them on Instagram as I do. And then one of the comments on there was, have you puddle tested it? And I was like, no, I haven't <laughs> never even thought about puddle testing it. I guess it's because like when most people send stuff out in plastic, they are worried that if you then send it out in cardboard and the postman gets stuck out in the rain, mm. is the water going to go through and like destroy what's inside? Mm. So then no issue contacting me again recently asking if I'd like to do some um, sponsored posts for them. And I said, yeah, okay, that's fine. And it's like, just do whatever you want. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I remembered this comment and I was like, I'm going to go and throw your products in the puddle. <laughs> so yeah, I took out one of their mailers. I used it as an umbrella. I threw it in a puddle. I stomped water all over it. Um, and yeah, I jumped down this like, I don't even know what it is. It's just this rand- these random paving stones mm. that fill up with water. I think it's to channel the flood water away from the village. Yeah. So yeah, I just stomped down through that and ended up filling my boots with water. But <laughs> I think it was like, the most fun I've ever had filming sponsored content. It was brilliant. It was really fun. And I just, it really stuck out to me because um, video does stick out because it's very immersive. You, you know, there's sound, there's there's visuals going on. But I think it was just a really creative way of rain testing this envelope but I just thought it really encapsulated kind of creative play as well and it just looked super fun stomping in the rain (laughs) and um, having fun and it was just it was quite a a happy fun thing so I think that's a really lovely thing about a creative business is that you can again go off and do some of these things and it's that's still work how is this still work it's brilliant I know. it was so much fun um I had to stop myself from like just dropping it in the river because it was quite <laughs> full that day and I knew that if I accidentally let go of it it wasn't coming back <laughs> <laughs> it was gone I, I also want to talk about another side to your business and your work which is an initiative you started a little while ago called March Meet the Maker yeah. and I know many creative people businesses artists that take part in this initiative and I took part in it last year so perhaps it'd be a good idea for our listeners for you to explain what March Meet the Maker is first and then we can talk about it a little bit more. Yeah, so March Meet the Maker started back in 2016. Yeah. And it's an Instagram challenge where um, you post a photo a day relating to the theme of that day. So, for example, if day one was workshop or studio or where you make that kind of thing, you would post a picture showing people where you do most of your creative things. That could be where you draw, it could be where you knit, where you crochet, where you pack your parcels, wherever you are to be creative. And then you post that to Instagram and use the hashtag and that's that's basically it. And it's just turned into a huge community of everyone supporting each other. That's basically what it is in a nutshell. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. And um, what inspired you to start this? So every January, I get stuck in the same old rut of not knowing what to post. And it just so happened that in 2016... I was feeling uninspired, the, I had poor engagement. i generally fallen out of love with the platform. Mm. But looking back, I see that happens every January now because you get after Christmas and you're like, I don't know what, what, to be, what to do anymore. Mm. 
Mm. So I looked around to see if there were any other active challenges for small creative businesses and I couldn't find any. So um, after chatting with a few friends, I decided to make one. I asked a few people just to join in with me, not thinking it would get anywhere. Next thing I know is it snowboard and I'm doing it every year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's fantastic. It's it's almost identical to my own experience of setting up my own sketchbook challenge in January every year because I had exactly the same thing. I was in a real funk with my art I wasn't creating, I wasn't sketching. And I was like, I just want something to inspire me. And so I set up the 30 day sketchbook challenge in January every year. So it's that same time of year that's dark and dreary. It's, it's the post Christmas lull, isn't it? it is. And again, it was just for me and invited a few friends and then it snowballs. And I just think it's really fascinating that these sort of community challenges really, really take off. And I think perhaps it is to do with that sense of community. Do you, do you think it's something to do with that yourself? I think so, because like around that time, like we said, like, it's just that weird feeling of not knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it almost, the, the whole community thing, it feels like, like you're a part of something. Mm-hmm. And I think people like to feel that they're a part of something, because it can be quite lonely running your business on your own, Yeah, just doing your own thing. Yeah. So it's quite nice when you've got, other people who um, have like a similar mindset to you yeah absolutely because I think you're right and also creativity is very personal everyone's creating their own individual work we're not all going to be creating the same thing but then to kind of have this challenge that tells you today you've got to talk about x y or z you've got to take a picture of this or this is your theme for the day you're all together but you're still doing your own thing yeah I think that's really nice and I think also there's an element of it pushes people out of their comfort zone I think sometimes, certainly for creatives, this probably is true for myself. I don't always like to be in the pictures. I, you know, I'm quite happy to show what I'm doing, but I don't always want to be like, hi, it's me. (laughs) And I think that's part of March Meet the Maker is sometimes it pushes people to explain their process a little bit more and open up the doors to their studios and take pictures of themselves because actually, I think people are fascinated by artist studios, creative processes, who these people are that make these things. Because mm-hmm. there's so much of ourselves that goes into making a product that it helps for a customer or a person looking at a business to know what's behind it all. Yeah, definitely. And I'm so nosy. Like, I love looking at people's workspaces and all the tools and how they store things. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. When I was, um, I've had my studio for about a year now. And when I was researching, like, what to have on the wall, I was, any time I could see inside someone's studio or find out their art storage options <laughs> and what shelves they buy and pegs they use, I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated by it. So, yeah, absolutely. And in terms of the March Meet the Maker, has... How has it sort of grown and has it changed over the years as well? Um, Well, it's gone from being a simple challenge to something people look forward to every March. So I get DMs in like January time saying, are you going to do it this year? I'm like, yeah, okay." (laughs) (laughs) It just like puts the pressure on a bit, but it's nice to know that people are looking looking forward to it. Mm. Obviously, that comes with its own struggle. Mm. So like the feeling of having to constantly make it better than the year before yeah and I always worry that people aren't going to like it which is basically the same with everything I put out 
Um, I just got to remember that I can't please everyone, but yeah. it's okay to exper- um, experiment with um, new prompts and new additions. So, like this year was the first time that you weren't required to post on weekends. Yeah. And I was really worried about doing that because I didn't think, I don't know, I just thought it would like upset quite a few people, but it mm. actually felt so much more manageable mm. to have a break in between the weeks mm. and then you could catch up and plan ahead. And I actually wish I did that from the start now. Yeah, because I noticed that because I, I was following the sort of first few and then I was like, oh, there's a weekend break. Oh, that's rather nice. <laughs> it did feel like it was a little breather to sort of have a bit of space and then catch up again. And I just think that was really interesting because it kind of respected that creative process where where you're creating, you've got to come up with five ideas for the weekday, then you've got a couple of days to recharge. And I, I think yeah. that was a really, um, it's quite sensitive and quite responsive to the creative process. Like we spoke about a minute ago, how you can easily get burnt out. I think that was quite a nice addition. You don't see that in many challenges. Yeah, because like every year, by the time... I get to the end of the challenge having to do come up with all of those posts I feel completely burnt out and I I never want to open the app again (laughs) um so yeah this time I actually really enjoyed just having those two days where I could do what I wanted and I didn't have to force myself to come up with something to post I think I'm going to be keeping that (laughs) yeah I think it was a really good idea and I I definitely feel you about the burnt out with my sketchbook challenge I think I had about 10,000 people join last year and by the end I just wanted to hibernate for the whole of February. (laughs) I mean, it's a lot of brain power. Yeah, it's a lot of brain power. It's a lot of engagement. It's wonderful. And it's great to lead something. And you know that people are getting so much out of it. But it is very tiring, isn't it? I think creativity can be tiring and running or building a community can exhaust. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to ask some general questions about creativity as a whole, because the whole point of this podcast is to discuss creativity, to highlight how creativity is important and essential. And I love it. And again, I want to get everyone creating and I think everyone is creative. So the kind of big question that I like to ask everyone, which which is a biggie, is what does creativity mean to you? Creativity to me, it's something that I've always known. So I'm not really sure what it would be like if I wasn't creative because Mm. when I was at primary school it's all we did we made our own books we made the curtains we made the tablecloths we did lino printing we made candles we just made everything it was basically like art school and I didn't know any different and then Ofsted came along was like this isn't how you run a school we're going to close you down (laughs) and I was like okay and then I found it really strange that when I got to middle school we didn't we didn't make our own books. We got given boring ones that, yeah. that were pre-made. And I, I found that really bizarre. So really, I don't really know what it means to me because it's all I've ever known. Yeah. Fantastic. I think it's wonderful that you had that creativity built in at a really young age when the brain is forming, when you're learning. Because I think if we teach our children and young people that creativity is, you know, what you do, it's I think it's just such a wonderful mindset and like you say it's completely instilled in you because you did it as a very young child yeah I don't actually remember doing any normal activities other than reading Mm. it's all I remember is lino cutting scraper foil (laughs) that kind of thing coloring in (laughs) I think it's amazing I, I wish I wish all schools did that now I think it'd be great 
the next question of that is have you always been creative yeah yeah I think my mum was always really creative as well she used to draw us pictures of like Disney characters and stuff she did punch needle before it was cool (laughs) (laughs) so I remember when we was little there was I can't remember what it was it Cedric the dragon or something I don't know it was some charity character and she did a big punch needle of this dragon Mm. but it was like the tiny tiny needle ones I think I still got it somewhere I don't know yeah she was always doing really creative stuff as well and we had things like ninja turtle bath pens so we could even draw in the bathtub oh wow (laughs) but I don't think she was very happy when I decided to scroll over the wallpaper with them but (laughs) (laughs) I think it's really interesting that you're sort of saying that creativity is something that you've just always done and always had but you've had that wonderful support in both an education environment and home so that's at home and at school when you were young you were encouraged and supported in creativity so and I just think it's very sad that not everyone has had that in their younger life yeah I I think if there's anyone listening out there (laughs) that has young children or is in education to encourage people to create because I suppose for me creativity isn't just doing art it's also a mindset it can be making absolutely anything and I've Mm -hmm. always said that I'm happy when I'm making and I've got a new hobby every week I'll you know find something else to do oh I'm gonna make jewelry this week oh I've decided I want you know rug making to be my next big thing I'm always creating and that mindset can apply to all sorts of work doesn't have to just be designing illustrating making art so yeah let's let's encourage the children to be creative <laughs> that's my mission <laughs> definitely and also what I suppose what inspires you generally I, I like to ask all the guests coming on the show what sort of thing inspires you and it could be absolutely anything from other artists to the world at large um what inspires you I find I get my best ideas um and inspiration when I'm like outside or mm-hmm when I'm not working on something. Yeah. So uh, the best ideas always happen when you're not actively thinking about what you want to create. Mm. It's like almost like my brain processes it in the background, a little bit like background app refresh on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when I take the time out to do nothing, it's like yeah. that's usually when the ideas just pop up. Yeah. Yeah. That's or when you're about to go to sleep. <laughs> yes. That's a big one, isn't it? You said, oh, like when you're just waking up or you're just going to sleep, that sort of, that state, that liminal state between awake and sleep, which is a bit like meditation, I suppose. And people sort of meditate and you just take it down a notch. That that kind of slightly dreamy state, these ideas just in they pop. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fascinating. Also, do you have any tips for the listeners about things that will help boost creativity or things that you could recommend to do to boost creativity? My big thing is to say, just start it mm. because... I find that when I'm trying, if I want to make something new, I get so caught up in what I should be doing or how it should look as the end result Mm. or what I've seen on Pinterest or Mm. what my ideas aren't good enough or Mm. all the, all the silly little small things that I shouldn't even be thinking about. And I find that just starting and then finding your own way from like, like I said earlier, with your doodles and then building and building and building on that. Mm. otherwise you just get in your own head and you can't do it yeah so yeah and I agree and I think as adults we've got so much experience thought layers of experience 
and you know brains are amazing brains are absolutely amazing they do so much they process so many thoughts the every minute every second of the day it's actually amazing we manage to do anything at all <laughs> with our brains <laughs> and all this chatter um going on so I think yes yeah, certainly as adults there's just so much going on we need to let that settle and mm-hmm. quiet for a minute so that we can outpour creativity yeah I found that whenever I'm starting something new I'm not allowed to see what other people have done Mm. I'm not allowed to go on Pinterest I've just got to think well what would I like to do I then do it otherwise if I start looking to see what other people have done and then it just hampers everything and Mm. yeah like I said just get into my own head and I can't do anything so just turn everything off and just get started <laughs> yeah I, th- I think that's a brilliant tip and um, it's something that I've I've heard several people say about switching things off and stop looking at other people's work and just go into yourself and just get on with it <laughs> yeah basically yeah, yeah there's no there's no um no excuse for it. you've just got to get on with it and enjoy it like I think making it fun as well enjoyable yeah, like definitely. you mentioned this earlier with when you were creating products about how you make products that you'd like to use Mm -hmm. things that are fun and make you happy because you know certainly you've been in business 10 years you've got to enjoy what you do you know yeah definitely otherwise you'd really hate what your business and you'd never be motivated no and Mm. I find if you've got something that you don't necessarily like you don't push it or you haven't got the enthusiasm behind it so if Mm. you don't like it why should anybody else like it yeah yeah, thank you so much. I think it's been a really fabulous um, discussion. It's been great to know a little bit more about yourself and also March Meet the Maker. And if any of our listeners would like to find out more about you, where can we find you online? I'm on Instagram at Joanne Hawker mm-hmm. or my website is joannehawker.co.uk. Fantastic. That's lovely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I will be thank joining you, you again in March for March Meet the Maker. So anyone listening, please do look out for March Meet the Maker. It's a very fun and enjoyable experience for me as a creative, but also just to just to watch as well, even if you're not taking part in it. It's really lovely to see a little bit more behind the scenes of creative businesses and makers so I think it is a fabulous initiative and I'm certain that people listening who have an interest in creativity it's quite a fascinating one to watch along with even if not you're not doing it yourself oh yeah I love scrolling the hashtag (laughs) (laughs) bit of scrolling bit of a procrastination and looking at all the wonderful beautiful things definitely (laughs) lovely well enjoy the rest of your day thank you so much for joining us and um, we'll speak to you again soon take care thank you bye Well, I don't know about you guys, but I definitely enjoyed my discussion and my chat with Joanne about all things creative in her own business and also about her initiative March Meet the Maker that you can join in with every March or just follow along on Instagram following the hashtag March Meet the Maker. I think for myself, there were certainly a couple of very important takeaways that I'd like to highlight back to you again after the end of the interview. And I think one of the things that was really important that Joanne highlighted herself was about this just getting started, just doing something, even when you're feeling burnt out or low or tired creatively or uninspired, just starting something can help that creative process get off the ground. 
I think it was also important at the start of the interview where Joanne talked about just listing loads of ideas, loads of themes, loads of potential topics and how that went from there to lots of then doodles to then developing a finished idea and then finally the the final products were created almost like a pyramid or a funnel starting with lots working down to a medium amount to few and then to that final final finished idea it's like the tip of the iceberg the I think that finished product that finished thing that you're making or creating is just the tip of the iceberg and there's all this wonderful stuff going on behind the scenes and in the background so if you are new to creating things or you're generally interested in creativity, I think it's worth bearing in mind that there is this huge process and a load of work that goes in behind the scenes before you get to something actually finished. I also really liked her tip on productive procrastination. So yes, when you are tired or you're just not in the mood to do the creative stuff, just do something else instead. So procrastinate by doing something productive. So once again, a huge thank you to Joanne for joining us on the show today. I'll be doing interviews every other week now on the show discussing creativity with some really, really wonderful and fascinating and interesting people. If you would like to be on the show, please do contact me. Or if you know anybody else that you think would be interested in creativity or interested in coming on the show to talk about something they are super passionate about, then please do tell them all about Creativity Talks. So I hope you have a wonderful week creating, making and being inspired. And I will catch up with you again next week. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of Creativity Talks. To see the show notes and to find out more about how you can get more creative, go to www.creativitytalkspodcast.co.uk or search for the hashtag Creativity Talks. If you enjoyed the show, please let other people know about it by sharing this episode or the podcast webpage. You can also leave a review on whatever platform you are listening on. All reviews and recommendations are deeply appreciated and help to ensure that I can continue to make more episodes and inspire as many people as possible. Take care and stay creative. Mm -hmm.